WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Brian Lehrer on WNYC, and we're going to try to end on sort of a lighter note now, even though it also involves a death, but we're going to open our phones for your eulogies for Flacco the Owl or Rover the Eagle or your stories of your relationship with any other bird celebrity, so to speak, 212-433-WNYC, 212-433-WNYC. Nine six nine two. If you missed the news, the late Eurasian eagle owl who captured the hearts of New Yorkers after he escaped the Central Park Zoo last February, Flacco, died over the weekend. The Wildlife Conservation Society says the cause of death was an apparent collision with a building. There are policy questions around that. But in his year of freedom, Flacco was often spotted in Central Park's North Woods. Uh, I have one personal story, which is only that I was walking around in that area um, last year and saw a crowd gathered. And I was like, why is this crowd here in kind of the, a fairly remote part of Central Park? And somebody coming out of the crowd said, oh, they see Flacco. So that kept happening and kept happening. Who among you listening right now was ever in one of those crowds that would spot Flacco and hang around to watch Flacco? 212-433-WNYC. And now in death, his fans turned a large tree in those woods into a memorial. According to the West Side Rag, one of the cards left at the bottom of the tree read, you moved us all, we loved you so much. So in the last 10 minutes of our show today, Who else wants to eulogize Flacco? Or how about uh, Rover the Bald Eagle, also a Central Park fixture, who died last Monday, apparently after being struck by a vehicle on the West Side Highway. People marveled as he hunted in Manhattan and Brooklyn. A tweet, also quoted in the West Side Rag, um, said, he brought me so much joy, my heart is broken. So on Rover... The eagle or Flacco, the owl, or any other bird celebrity in your life, what do you want to say as eulogy for those two or just to describe the joy you get from watching certain birds who maybe you, uh, you've only seen once or have seen over and over again in our urban landscape? 212-433-WNYC, 212-433-9692. Uh, There is also a a petition, I understand, to erect a statue of Flacco in Central Park. At last count, it was approaching 1,000 signatures. So give us a call. Your eulogies for Flacco or Rover. And what bird do you like watching, even 
in our built environment of New York City and vicinity. 212-433-WNYC, 212-433-9692. And we'll take your calls right after this. Brian Lehrer on WNYC. Oh, look at all these Flacco stories. And somebody who even wrote a haiku for Flacco. We will get to you, Ross, in Brooklyn. But David on the Upper West Side, you're up first. David, you're on WNYC. Hello. Hi. Um, I was just telling your, uh, the person that filled up the calls that I actually was lucky enough to have Flacco on our water tower in our building. I live on 86th Street between Central Park and Columbus a couple of times. And there were several other times where we were all DMing Manhattan Brit Alert, which is a popular Twitter handle. Yeah. And it was fun to see people try to figure out which corner Flacco was on, which water tower, and just to see people kind of coalesce around something non-political right now. David, thank you for that story. Kate, also on the Upper West Side. Hi, Kate. You're on WNYC. Hi. Um, so last, the Sunday before last, I was walking my dog down 86th Street. I live at 21. And I'd heard this hooting for the last couple of nights. And I thought, this is crazy a kid. Anyway, I realized it was Flacco. And uh, there was, a, I now can't remember his name, a guy who has been monitoring him um, photographically, and he had a big wide lens camera. And I watched Flacco with him for 15 minutes um, on the building opposite, and I took photographs. And he was magnificent and beautiful. And um, I can't tell you how I feel. Kate, thank you very much. Thank you for for describing um, the experience and and the beauty. Um, Anna in Brooklyn, you're on WNYC. Hi, Anna. Hi, thanks so much. Um, So since Flacco never made it out to Brooklyn, I didn't get a chance to see him in person. But... uh, I have family in Sweden where, you know, which is one of the areas where these owls are um, native. And my uncle had formerly been part of um, an effort to kind of repopulate the owls in the area of Sweden where he um, had a home. And um, they had, I think, two injured kind of parents who, um, you know, could not be in the wild because of their injuries, but every year they would release their children um, you know, into the wild. And we got to be part of it one year. Um, and I got to hold one of those owls in my arms like it was a baby and look into those orange eyes. Um, and, you know, they're huge animals, but they're so light, um, you know, obviously by design. And the the guy from the organization kind of showed us how to hold on to their feet and kind of uh, pinwheel your arm and you just kind of let them mm. go and they fly off into, you know, the wild. Mm. And honestly, it was just one of the most profound experiences of my life um, to kind of be part of that for these owls. And, you know, I think because of that, I was particularly drawn to Flacco's story and like would send my uncle information about it. And he was very sad that he didn't have a uh, a wife, so to speak. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just so devastated to hear I mean his it was such an amazing story and like the pictures and the times you know on his one-year anniversary were just incredible and anyway so just you know it it kind of 
brought back that memory for me. Thank you, Anna. Um, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for that wonderful description. All these odes to Flacco, right? And uh, even describing the experience, Anna did it. The previous caller did it of some of the physical experience of why it was so moving to be in the presence of that owl or others like him. All right, Ross in Brooklyn, you're up for your haiku. You're on WNYC. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Uh, I write a lot of haikus. Yesterday, I wrote one for Flacco. I'll recite it now. Flacco, the brave owl, from high up in a live oak, we all watched you poop. (laughs) We did. He did. It was great. A haiku with a with a laugh line at the end, uh, not a big wind up, and you 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 stuck the landing on your on your laugh line. All right, thank you very much. Um, oh, as may this caller, Bob Bob in Rigo Park, who has a Flacco afterlife fantasy. Is that right, Bob? You got it, Brian. Hey, Brian, what's up? It goes like this: Flacco escaped from the zoo to witness the human condition. He will return as mayor of New York City, be a vegan, and love the animals, the pigeons, and especially the rats with great respect and great reverence. Is the Democrat or Republican in this scenario? Independent, because he has an immortal soul. (laughs) Beautiful, Bob. Thank you very much. Uh, Oh, here's a former colleague. In Central Park at the moment, Bill Swerzy used to work at WNYC and, and uh, does a lot of photography, right, Bill? Yeah. I'm, I'm riding my bike. I was told I had to pull off to the side, but yes, I'm on my do. bike just out on this, on this sunny day, and I'm right near the memorial. I'm just I'm, I'm approaching it right now. And, you know, I, I, during the pandemic, I became one of those birding photographers. I was a photojournalist for many years and never had much of an interest. And like many others, realize that all around us, if you stop and look, there's this amazing wildlife, even here in the city. And, of course, I saw Flacco quite a few times, not as many times as my friend David Lee, but (laughs) quite a few times. And, you know, there were often, like you described, the crowd, and there was a bonding of people who had the chance to, to witness something so extraordinary, especially a bird that's not native to North America. Yeah, and Bill, I'm going to leave it there so I can sneak one more person on, and it's going to be Hank in Fort Lee, who I think has um, uh, an, an event or an activity tip for people who are grieving Flacco. Hank, you're on WNYC. Hi, we have 20 seconds for you. Hi, Hi Brian. Yeah, for those who are feeling sad and want to be face-to-face with great raptors and, and great owls, uh, you can take a drive out to Millington, New Jersey, to the Raptor Trust, which is a convalescent home and a rehabilitation facility for birds. And they also take thousands of pigeons and doves every year to rehabilitate them. It's a phenomenal place out in the Great Swamp. Say again, where exactly is it? It's in Millington, New Jersey, and it's called the Raptor Trust. Hank, thank you very much. And thanks to all of you for your eulogies for and remembrances of Flacco the Owl. Stay tuned for all of it.